Hello and welcome to episode number 314 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. We are back with a normal episode after the uh, like much, much fun coverage of Fright Fest over the last week or so. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys have already listened to all four parts at this point. Um, if you haven't, definitely go check it out. It was some of the most fun we've had for a while talking about movies on the show. Um, and we saw a load of good ones, didn't we? Some really, really fantastic ones. Um, More good also- than bad, which is always yeah. nice yeah way way more good than bad not even close this year um and so many fantastic movies and yeah it's all spoiler free obviously a lot of that films aren't out yet and won't be out for a while so yeah you can just kind of get a gauge on on movies that you'll want to see in the coming weeks and months um but yeah, back on a normal schedule now, we'll be talking about Hatchin shortly, uh, which is one that we have mentioned multiple times on the podcast, actually. Um, but first, a little bit of news. There, there really isn't too much. There's kind of a couple of things that have dropped over the past couple of weeks since we've been away. Um, but this first one I've been saving, um, keeping it in the docket, ready to talk about on this very podcast, because... You so this news dropped while we were at Fright Fest, and you got to see my live reaction to it. Um, and I was just overjoyed. And now we get to to have that celebration once again on the podcast, um, because because courtesy of Deadline. Um, if only this was positive news for most other people, but I'll let you have the moment. This is the best news in so so long. Let let me have this. Um, I sat through however many hours of shite, so I get to enjoy this. Um, but yeah, an exclusive on Deadline. Netflix has opted to not order a second season of Resident Evil, um, i.e. Resident Evil the TV show series is cancelled um yeah it goes on to say that this is a month and a half after the release of the show um it says it's not entirely surprising as it didn't have a particularly strong viewing on the top 10 and sort of cost versus viewing is the streamers leading um, criteria in regarding to obviously renew shows um it also goes into a lot of stats and how it basically it peaked at number two that week on tv and then within three weeks it already completely dropped out of the top 10 um so it was when sort of word of mouth kicked in is when this show died um and rightly so because that's when people were like yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I God, I hope so. I'm glad you said that. Um, and yeah, kind of, yeah, it got terrible scores. It has a 27% audience score. Um, this is awesome. I, I very, I don't think ever get to celebrate TV cancellations, but this no. fills me with so much joy. This was a true abomination, um, in my opinion, as a, as a Resident Evil fan. And the, the fact that there was set up for a season two uh, we talked about it in our discussion but we can mention it here again like i did not want that in the slightest i didn't i was already not going to watch it categorically anyway but i didn't even want it to exist i don't want them to waste any more time and money making something that's resident evil that's shit um because there's so much resident evil that is already amazing and there's plenty that's bad and I've lived Resident Evil 6. Um, this is the Resident Evil 6 of live-action Resident Evil. Like, no question about it. It is the lowest point by far. Um, but the good thing is, in the video game world, we've had some of the best stuff ever coming off of the worst in recent video games. You know, three of the last four are some of the best games they've ever made. Um, so, rock, bottom, rock bottom, the only way is up. 
exactly and you you think that is 100 percent true but like they are some of the best it's not just all in comparison to six and so that is why yeah like the the next iteration which i i would like the, for them to just have another stab at it personally i don't think it's a case of netflix shouldn't do anything live action resident evil anymore but i'm so glad it's this version is is dead in the water because it needs a complete rework from t- top to bottom nothing about that show worked and so yeah i for one am absolutely thrilled with this uh news i'm still smiling weeks later knowing that it's not existing anymore because it's exactly what this show deserved and and, and i'm just so thankful for it um do you do you have what, what are your thoughts on this clearly you're probably not as aggressively happy as i yeah, am I'm but I'm, I'm, sure, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you're happy, happy, happy about it right? but, i mean i'm glad i watched 12 more seasons of it because i would have watched it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like personally yeah it gives me more free time you already had that free time but at least now i know <laughs> that, that i don't have yeah, to watch more thankful than me because yeah, you like, don't have the this affects me to yeah exactly this doesn't affect you but it does affect me <laughs> so so yeah in that respect i'm happy but um on your behalf mm, yeah yeah like you say i i just want them i just wish they could make good resident evil and and yeah that's that's mm. the hope that they can move on from this now and and um yeah have another stab at it give you know make a resident evil live action tv show instead of making what they made Mm. yeah i'm really curious what this means going forward like i i don't know what sort of deal um they netflix got with resident evil they obviously had this established relationship before with a lot of the animated stuff so i Mm. am curious if it was a case of can capcom just move on and and be like yep we've now sold the rights to resident evil to hbo or someone else um so because we are kind of on this precipice of these big i think next year is going to be the real game changer because the last of us on hbo um looks to be very very good and i think that if it turns out to be as good as i think it's going to be this big change in point where video game like versions are starting to look at being looked at differently you know that is one of those shows that could be like a massive contender at award ceremonies and we've never seen that from any video game adaptation on film or tv before in terms of winning awards um so I think post Last of Us, it would be fascinating to see where, yeah, if, if I was Capcom, I would just sit on this now and just wait and see what happens, especially because of, we sometimes forget that The Last of Us is a zombie show as well. Mm. Um, so if that does well, and it's like suddenly Capcom have the best zombie video game franchise of all time, they're, they're going to have a whole host of people. They're going to have Amazon knocking on the door. They're going to have everyone. So, um, it, it, you know, the ball is in their core. I think it's Netflix's job. If they want to do more Resident Evil, they need to prove it to them now mm. because they fucked up so bad with this this was just such a bad idea from the get-go it should have never got past the initial conception of what this is let alone the fact that it actually got released and was as bad as it was um i think sometimes like I say, you've got to just like scale it back and actually be like because mm. it seems like the last of us is pretty much going to be a remake you know it's yeah. going to just be the video game um and you know it will be the first time that the video game um, get seen by a lot of people, you know, in, in terms of, you know, normal, Funny, yeah. yeah, normal people that, that, you know, just watch HBO will probably flick this on because it's going to be a big show on HBO. And it's like, yeah, yeah for someone like me that, that, that loves the, the video games and have played them to death, do I want an expansion of that world as a, as a, as my number one thing? Probably, probably. But I also love the video game. And so like, I'm up for it. And I think with Resident Evil, you know, you think how many, 
how many people have watched like a shit ton of Resident Evil movies at this point and don't actually know about the mansion and like the first video game and all of that, mm. you know, and it's just like, well, actually just, just make the video game. Like you love the video game so much. Just, just make a live action version of it. You know, the closest we've ever got to that was the movie last year. And it was one of the best, you know, live action adaptations of Resident Evil we've, we've ever had. Mm. You know, and I, t- yeah, I think sometimes sure. it's just actually don't, don't think outside the box, just play it safe. And, and, you know, we'll see what happens with the last of us, but I think if they play it safe and it is just an adaptation of the game and it's extremely successful, will we actually get, you know, just closer adaptations of these video games as opposed to these weird branches that, that, you know, I've thought I've wanted for so long, but at this point I'm just sick and tired of them. Yeah, I think one of the biggest differences as well is like what we, they HBO. talked about how they got the license to. Well, yeah, that's one thing, but it's not like Netflix obviously can't make good no. TV. But I see your point because um, I do think you know HBO is the best mm. in terms of TV quality. Um, but I think that when you get they talked about it as well, how they got given the Resident Evil license, they got everything. They were talking about how oh, in season two, we'd love to have characters from Village show up and stuff. And so it's like they just get overwhelmed because because yeah, there's I mean video games. Yeah, there's so many. I mean, there's there's what like eight or nine core video games. Like, let alone. Don't worry, we're gonna have a scene on a ship for you, Gadian fans. That's that on. Yeah, it's 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 insane. There's just so much. Whereas obviously, comparing it to The Last of Us, there's two games. So like, it's so much easier to be like, okay, well, we'll just ignore the sequel for now, and they they definitely should just ignore that anyway. Um, and then just focus on retelling that story of the first game. Like, it's just so much easier to do anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited to see what the future for all of this stuff is and yeah just having this conversation as well like i i can't wait to talk about the last of us on the podcast next year i think that that's going to be some real fun conversations because like i say that's well it's going to open up the last of us to like such a wide audience and so i can't wait to see from us who like you know we pre-ordered the last of us in 2013 played it day one Mm -hmm. um so we've had that experience for over 10 years by the time the, the, sh- the TV show comes out, which is insane to think. Um, and then there'll be people that are falling in love with Joel and Ellie's story for the first time. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating. Um, but yeah, and then moving on kind of this this uh, next story, this is basically it. Um, but it is a big one because it's a couple of release dates. Um, I'll start with the first one, which is a lot further away. But this is one that we've speculated on the podcast where um, basically Evil Dead. Um, so Evil Dead Rise. We'd kind of talked about how this one had gone really quiet. Mm. Um and obviously was being earmarked for 2022 but as we're now in september and kind of the last sort of big month for horror approaching soon and it and it being very much filled up quickly especially with another film which we'll get to shortly but it was a case of like i just don't really see how evil dead rise fits in this year Mm. um it turns out that it doesn't um it has had a massive sort of restructuring it's mostly to do with a lot of the behind the scenes stuff with um warner bros and hbo currently which is undergoing this sort of massive management shift and change in strategy um but as part of that this is good news um because evil dead rise was originally just going to be a hbo max sort of original and only mm-hmm. on the streaming platform rather than their kind of mm-hmm. what they've done recently yeah. with the day and date stuff it was just on the streaming service whereas now they've flipped it the other way and now it is strictly going to be a cinema release um and this this seems like it's off the bat of some early showings as well which i never know what to read into that but it seemed like there was some early screenings that got an extremely positive reaction and that's why hbo were like oh no this is actually good we're not just going to shit this out on our service like we can actually make some money off this um 
but yeah we have a date as well and it's april 21st next year um so obviously quite far away but i'm i'm in no rush for this movie at all um i think it's cool that it's got a date and obviously it being a cinema release is is not only way better anyway because we'd much prefer watching these types of movies at the cinema but it also guarantee almost more guarantees that we'll get to see it because yeah we never know with a lot of these on-demand type movies um whether or not we'll see them um which brings us to the next one which is which is more exciting because it's just around the corner um we actually talked about this on the last regular show before fright fest um the day before the day we recorded the, then the day after all this news broke and it was pretty much what i exactly what i guessed on the podcast i said yeah i, I reckon hellraiser news is just around the corner we'll probably get a date in a trailer soon and literally less than 12 hours later um we got the date and we got a teaser trailer not really a trailer no. um, kind of like image. Yeah, we got the logo with like we got an, we got an interactive <laughs> image. Yeah, um, and since then there's been more images and stuff come out. But yeah, we've got the date, which is the most important thing, which is October seventh. Um, so a month away from the new Hellraiser, which is very, very exciting indeed. Um, and yeah, well, obviously, what I was just saying about how this whole digital service thing, like this is a Hulu movie, and so there isn't. 100% confirmation yet like how we're going to get to see this um because obviously there's usually disney plus in the uk and so i hope that that's what it is not only because it'd be hilarious but also it'd be great to actually watch it on there um but it's also not the end of the world it's 2022 like vpns exist like hulu's very very accessible it's just a bit more annoying than watching it on disney plus really but i'm not too bothered we'll get to watch it on october 7th either way um but yeah, but I mean, did you, I guess did you see any of the images, the other sort of images that came out on this one? No, I, I only saw the original teaser. I didn't see anything beyond that. I'm kind of, you know, at this point, I'm just clearly all in for, mm. for Hellraiser and I'll just watch any old shite. So, like, <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to watch it anyway. So then I might as well just hope, you know, if I don't see anything, I can hope that it's good still. That's the um, right I think. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I think so. Um, I think as well, though, you know, it is it's a shame that the the chances are i feel like we probably will get it in the uk mm. but we will probably get a bit of a delay yeah definitely. because that seems to be their mo you know we've just had it with american horror stories um the and it just general like- i mean we haven't really talked about it because it's so depressing and obviously because we got co- so caught up on nope because that was the big one but just in general like every release date has been all this year yeah it's gone like we're only just now getting bodies 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 which we'll talk about at the end of the show but that came out like a month ago barbarian which is one of the movies i desperately want to see that was just at fright fest is out in america this week it just doesn't have a uk release date right now um so we're just getting shafted left right and center but um i agree with you yeah i i'm i'm not expecting for us to be able to see this in the uk so it's lucky that we can obviously uh watch it on hulu anyway um but yeah seeing the seeing the photos was interesting like it's um i'm with you i haven't really looked too much into it and if a trailer came out i don't know if i'll watch it It is weird to me though that the movie's a month of the way and there isn't a trailer Um, Mm. bit of a red flag to be honest well they know Mm. what they're doing like they're releasing a hellraiser movie you don't you don't you shouldn't show us anything of this like the best thing you can do is just say there's a Hellraiser movie because otherwise, yeah, you you might you might accidentally show the burn that we're gonna get. So yeah, it is interesting, like because so, people put so much on pinhead and obviously that's kind of like we we've seen a better image of the hell priest at this point and i think it's interesting. It's clearly this like feminine take on the character. It's interesting, but 
I don't know. Like, just seeing that image does nothing for me because I'm like, yeah, this could be an image from a great Hellraiser movie or another terrible one. Um, I think the biggest thing is that people forget Hellraiser is one of those franchises that isn't built on the Cenobites in the slightest. It's built on the great human characters. And so, like, the new Hellraiser could have the sickest Cenobites ever, but it could still be an awful movie if the, you know, 85% of screen time is other characters that are dreadful and annoying and uninteresting. Um, so, that's, mm. to me, is like, that is what's one of the biggest things that sets about Hellraiser. Like, you can get a kick from other movies with as long as the villains are done right, but I feel like with Hellraiser, you really need the other stuff to fit in. Um, I did like the way the uh, layman configuration looked, though, in one of the images. Very, very cool looking. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to talk about Hellraiser very soon which is which is going to be an interesting one like this year is um we've really had like a good mix of new ips but then also a real like a lot of these old yeah like we've already had Leatherface. we're getting pinhead we're getting obviously chucky we're getting michael myers like it's it's kind of bizarre how many of these old icons have returned and it just show it goes to show that like Freddy and Jason is just such a huge lumen. Yeah, Ghostface. Yeah, it's literally been like almost everyone. But if you if you look at sort of the last eighteen months, we've pretty much had them all, other than the, the in my opinion, like the big two. And it just that mm. they're so noticeable by their absence. Whereas, like, yeah, yeah, we'll keep seeing Ghostface, we'll keep seeing Leatherface, we'll keep seeing Chucky, but like, we'll just will we ever see Freddy and Jason ever again? <laughs> someone let someone make a movie with those two in. <laughs> like, I don't know who needs to let it happen but mm. and i don't care who makes it at this point i just need i need another freddy and i need another friday the 13th yeah definitely oh, like freddy versus jason's so goddamn good as well like it, it blows my mind that there's like actual horror fans that don't see the amazing fun in freddy versus jason i absolutely mm. adore that movie um but anyway uh shall we talk about this week's film we better because we'll go off on a tangent we, if uh, we will indeed uh let's talk about hatching So yeah, like we uh, mentioned at the start of the show, we have mentioned this one before on the podcast. Um, it kind of been on our backlog for a while, and it got like other various releases earlier this year. Um, I think it was actually in your upcoming list, right? At the I start was going to say, most importantly, <laughs> it was in my upcoming horror list of uh, 2022. Yeah, uh, which means that it was obviously all of those movies were going to come out in 2022. Yeah, and we have to... proven by this show, and we have to cover them all as well. That is the law. Once they're uh, mentioned. I, I'm going to have to vet that list more in future then i believe <laughs> um yeah we should always i'd love to review it at the end of the year like that'd be so funny to see like how many of these movies came out and how many of them were actually good um but this one has come out and what's interesting is so in the uk um more specifically odeon which is the cinema that we've always gone to this kind of um early screening which they have a normal one called screen unseen which is basically they show a movie early it's a cheaper ticket price but you don't know what the movie's going to be and it's only one screening at one time so the tickets are very limited and you get a few clues so people can mostly work out what the movie's going to be and that's pretty much it and then for a while we had a horror spin-off of that called scream unseen and it was kind of insane 
yeah like it started just after we started the podcast um a lot of the movies we saw like get out and split and ghost stories were you know all movies that we loved that we got to see early because of scream unseen it was awesome it was so so good and then Top 10 horror movies of the year you know yeah and then the last one was ready or not um which was in 2019 like over three years ago and it just died like obviously with 2020 and covid it kind of died um it's almost like the world ended yeah pretty much um and screen unseen the normal one has slowed down dramatically they used to do it like once a month and now it's like oh if it pops up every three or four you're lucky um but this seemed dead in the water and then randomly out of nowhere of course when there was already us watching 12 movies at fright fest and four horror movies out of the cinema they're like yeah we should just throw on one of those scream unseens um yeah. which was just hilarious timing but we were like well we're clearly going to want to go um unfortunately we couldn't because uh, we were already busy that day but then we we kind of knew from the clues anyway and it has now happened and it was this movie hatching so we were like, well that's perfect like we already wanted to watch this anyway um and now is the perfect time so yeah hatching we've we've seen it what was it about i guess the other thing yeah. is it's uh it's finished right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's probably good to get that in there early doors <laughs> because um, it may not get mentioned again. Yeah, um, we've covered a Finnish movie. I could be wrong. but yeah, uh, this, is a, this is a Finnish movie, uh, a Finnish subtitled movie. Mm. Um, and yeah, basically, um, God, what is this movie about? It's um, <laughs> we meet a young uh, gymnast who's basically in trying to kind of please her mother and live this seemingly happy life she is struggling with that and at the same time she discovers a strange egg you know as you do mm. in the garden and she hides zed egg and keeps it warm nurtures it and lets it hatch into a giant creature mm. that um she now has to live with and choose to raise or not um is the creature real or is it not? I think is uh, a question that we may bring up when we get into the latter part of the movie. But yeah, it's uh, you know, got to got to hatch that egg and got to got to raise that raise the kin. Hey, mm. I mean, I mean, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, that was one of my favourite synopsises I think you've ever done for a film. Thanks, man. Thanks, <laughs> thanks. You can tell I brought my egg. Yeah, down. there was just the the level of enthusiasm was just so. It's just, it fucking blows my mind that I think when I synopsized this for, like, the upcoming movies, I was like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like a horror movie about a girl that finds an egg and then hatches it. <laughs> I mean, we've got to see this, right? And then and then I watched the movie. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's about a girl that finds an egg <laughs> yeah. and hatches it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we probably don't need to see that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. Like, this movie kind of delivered exactly what it needed to be and then i realized whilst watching it that that's not something i was ever interested in in the first place which <laughs> is <laughs> exactly the, the journey i went down i think oh like i don't even know what my thoughts are on this movie like i i didn't hate this movie um that old, that old caveat yeah you know in terms of you know it, it made me think at times you think well, I just, you know, that egg's big. Uh, <laughs> what's inside it? <laughs> this is this is the perfect, like, post-Fright Fest show. Like, you, you're not getting serious discussion this week, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I think it was a, 
a struggle to kind of just buy into the world that was put in front of us straight away. Mm. I think kind of, you know, the opening scenes is kind of this family trying to live this idyllic life and this mum that's kind of like this blogger that's like got some sort of fame or money from it and is kind of that is her, you know, passion and kind of they're trying to do this blog and this this fucking crow just comes into the house and it's just such a weird scene where this crow like destroys uh the house pretty much gets captured and then gets its neck snapped Mm. and it's like it's just such a weird scene that makes no real sense and it's kind of like this catalyst of this movie kind of not making sense for, for for a lot of it but also not not being super obtuse but just kind of like asking the question why am i watching it more than anything and you know in terms of not making sense like i got what was going on i'm just like okay cool she's she's doing some gymnastics now okay okay yeah uh the mum's like having this weird affair with some random guy and it's like you know we then we then get to the point that the egg turns up and it's like okay i can see that the big question mark around to me anyway i don't know how you felt about this but the biggest question mark when the egg arrived and it started to get bigger and it hatched and everything else i'm like okay is this real or is this in her head I think when we get, I guess I, I guess I should probably leave that for spoilers if we care. Um, but I get to me, I feel like we have the answer to that by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the answer we got was probably actually the least um, interesting answer. It's normally the answer that I want, but in this instance, I think it's the least interesting. Um, and uh, but but yeah, I I you know. I can't say I can't say I really love this one. I think with the with the subtitles as well, and just kind of we we talk about it a lot with some of these subtitled movies that they they do a good job of keeping the audience engaged, but also explaining kind of you know giving you that feeling of the family and giving you everything else through the text as opposed to uh, as opposed to through the uh, performances because obviously we're not, you know, we're not being able to absorb that fully, not, not knowing the language. And I think with this one, I just kind of, I weren't getting like the dad and the son. I'm like, man, I don't, I don't know what the hell you two are here for. Like you make no sense. The mum just tonally is so cold and horrible to everyone. And, and it just got to the point that I was waiting for kind of, I was almost waiting for a reveal to be like, why are you also like just, like weird and like when, i remember when the the, the neighbors first turned up mm. and she was because because I, I wasn't clear initially whether the the blog was like an actual whether it was a blog or what was it she was clearly filming something but she was like oh here's my new introduction video i think she said yeah um and i don't know whether that was a translation error as opposed to kind of you know i don't know whether that's you know whether that just translates well but i think to me i was like because we'd just been introduced to the neighbors and I was like, Oh, mm. is this some sort of like, you know, um, um, fucking hell. What's that new Florence Pugh movie called? Um, don't worry, darling. Don't worry, darling. Like this weird, like, like sort of fake, you know, suburb, yeah, yeah. fake community suburbia thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, okay. You're like the, 
the 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 poster child, yeah. the poster family Excellent. of this idyllic community. community. Yeah, and I was like, go oh, to, and here's go to this like community, and you'll have the perfect life that I have, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and this new family's moved in, and here's our new introduction video for mm-hmm. new families of how to live a perfect life. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is that what this movie's gonna do? And for like ten minutes, that's what I thought, mm. and and I, and I genuinely think that's because of one word that just didn't translate well yeah because it isn't their intent at all that's not what the movie's about at all but for a good five or ten minutes i really thought it was mm. um and you know that's my bad but but obviously it does then just put you on a you know on the back foot for the rest of the movie and 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 yeah it um i, I think i would have liked that movie more than the one i got as well as well <laughs> yeah for <laughs> sure um, um but yeah yeah so I, yeah this this one just was not good for me yeah i mean we must have just watched completely different movies um because uh yeah i absolutely hated this movie um it it was just not interesting really from the get-go like from the first scene that you're introduced to this family and, and just to piggyback immediately off your point um about this whole kind of the community aspect of it like i got a, i didn't get that specific vibe but i think i picked up a similar thing of this just didn't feel like a real family um mm. i didn't think anyone was real like no one was acting normal everyone just had this weird vapid look in their eyes expressionless faces like forced smiles forced happiness and it, it really felt like that any of these things you've seen like a get out where suddenly someone would click their fingers and they'd be acting completely different like right now yeah. it's the clock we stop acting you know now we'll now we'll go into our real clothes and start speaking normally i don't know if we had like a truman show horror movie yeah that's what i want i'm sure that exists um but yeah like it's yeah. just it, it was just weird and i and i don't know whether that was a translation thing or a language thing um like you say with the delivery of the language um I, you know i'm not familiar with like how finnish people speak but just their their delivery of the lines felt so emotionless um it just felt so robotic was it was the main thing and and you touched upon it but especially like the male characters in this movie are like all dreadful and i really couldn't tell what it was and i like it because i felt like i was just watching awful acting that's what it felt like but i don't know if that's the answer or not i think maybe the truth lies somewhere in the middle um where they are just terrible characters and they're not acted well either but like i could not believe how bad some of the line delivery was um and these interactions with the male characters where i was like okay clearly this is about the mother and daughter relationship um to the point where the fact that the other characters have as much screen time is just such a hindrance on the movie because it's really taking me out of it um because it's just such a drop off of like oh my god like these characters are just so poorly written they don't have anything interesting to say um so all of that stuff really put me off anyway but then yeah just the overall concept of like oh i've got an egg i was like okay you've got an egg and then but that's kind of resolved pretty quickly um yeah the egg catches pretty early doors like i thought that was like end scenes yeah like i thought more about like her becoming a mother almost and wanting to protect over just said egg but it very quickly moves on to something else that then very quickly moves on to something else and i think each time it went to something else the movie just became even less interesting than it already was and it started not very well um and so by the time we got to like the second iteration of what came from the egg 
I was just so done and didn't care what they were even trying to do. And so then, like, the main crux of different storylines of, like, you mentioned with the mum and what she's up to with her job and her personal life, I just didn't give a shit about any of that. The whole thing is centered around our lead in this kind of gymnastics competition which again i never cared about at all didn't find it interesting anytime we were getting her at practice or her with her friends and whether they were going to be bullies or friends or any of that stuff just didn't i just didn't care i was never invested in any yeah, there wasn't even any like content for, for for you to care like the the, the the friends just disappeared so quickly like i don't know whether they're bullies or nice or not like yeah they were like five second conversations yeah it was just this was a weird film um i didn't know what to expect um but it, it almost wasn't that like it, I, I still having now seen it i don't know what the intention of this was because i feel like I was expecting maybe a more arty, slow, A24-esque, you know, movie. And maybe that it's just because you think, oh, subtitled, you know, that's what it's going to be like. But I don't know what it is. Because I feel like at times it's kind of dumb, like purposefully dumb. Um, and so I don't know if this is trying to be funny. Um, I just don't know what it's trying to be. Other than having some really heavy-handed messaging as well, which I don't think really works. It, it just... Yeah, th this sadly for me was just a miss overall from a movie that I thought could be cool. But then, yeah, once I actually got in it, I realized, oh, this isn't a journey that I'm interested in. And it sadly just got worse and worse. And even though this is like a relatively short movie, this this was one of those movies where you feel like a prisoner watching it. Um, because within like 30 to 40 minutes, I was fully done. And so then it's like, okay, you've now got to watch at least more of that same length again, but now you don't care. Um, and surprise, it's just going to get worse. And with a really unsatisfying ending, I thought almost like a non-ending as well. Just like a real cop-out, like, really? Is that is that all that's going to be the ending? Like... I, I was really disappointed with this movie. I think in order for me to give my full thoughts on it, we need to go into like spoiler territory I'll go for a little it. bit. Um, because first, first of all, I, um, I did sink to a new low while watching this movie, <laughs> which was when, even though it was subtitled and I need to stare at the screen, my eyeballs was just trying to distract itself from the screen multiple times so I ended up playing a game which was looking at my uh, battery to see how quickly it was going down as I was watching the movie. It was almost like watching my life drain away, like metaphorically, on screen. Um, uh, so that, that was a new low. That was a new low. I've watched Resident movie. Evil, but at least you'd have to do it for like eight hours. Yeah, I know, but I've watched Walking Dead. Um, <laughs> so You don't get like extra points for who's wasted the most time. <laughs> do we not? Is that not? Why the fuck am I still watching Walking Dead then? Do you tell me. <laughs> the sort of reason why it comes back October um so, anyway this movie so for me um I I genuinely thought for a chunk uh, a, a large chunk of this movie that the the the, the creature that hatched was not real mm. and and basically because basically her mother she sees her mother um having an affair and then and that's when the egg appears and the second that the egg hatches is the scene after her mother basically says, um, thanks for not telling. I'm now spending the weekend with my new fancy man. So to me, it was almost metaphorical of her having a nervous breakdown. And mm. at that point, I thought, okay, she's having a nervous breakdown. Her mind has broken when the egg hatched and she is doing all of this. 
And I really thought we were going to get a scene at the end where it was just her with like a load of dead bodies mm. and, and she's done it all. But as, as the movie developed more and more, e- each scene, I was like, okay, no one's seen this thing apart from her. And then when the, when the creature started to look more and more like her, that was the only time that anyone saw the creature and they kept addressing it as her. And I was like, oh, okay, there's no fucking creature. This is just her. But then as we got to the final kind of scenes of the movie, the kind of the boyfriend was the first one, the the the, the, mm. the, the um, fancy man, like he saw the creature when she was in a different location. And then we got to a point where they were both in the scene. People were both, people were addressing that they were both of them were there. And, and I was like, oh, okay, this is just a fucking monster. And I was like, oh, the, 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 the thing that they were trying to trick you into thinking it was, was actually better. I think if, if there was no monster, this would have been a more interesting conversation to have. Yeah. Um, but by the end of the movie, I was like, no, no, there is a monster. Like, I think you're trying to say that her mind had fractured and had broken and everything else, but I think you should have just gone hard with it. Yeah. And never broke that fourth wall, never had it. And even if the movie had ended the way it did, or, you know, slightly different with the no one had ever seen the two of them together, we could have had a conversation about was the monster real or not? Because mm-hmm. I think that's the interesting conversation. But I think actually with what we presented, it's clear the monster was real to yeah. me because of those because of those things. Otherwise, it's just bullshit. If the monster's not real, there's some bullshit where you're like, oh, yeah, well, they were just saying they when actually, you know, they were just, you know, whatever. And I'm like, no. And so, so yeah, I, I just feel like they fucked it up because that should have been the conversation. Is the monster real or not? And that they fucked that up with the way that they, they just, they, they went too hard with the last 10 minutes or so. That, that would have been super interesting as well. When you think about having a little kid as a main character and how like, you mm. know, imaginary friends, imaginary creatures and all that mm. stuff, like it, it just writes itself. And like I say, they, she would, she'd feel lonely. She doesn't get along with her brother. Again, you'd have to write that as a way more interesting dynamic than what we actually got in the movie. But let's just pretend mm. that they could get that across. Yeah, let's um, pretend that was good. Yeah. And then it's like, oh yeah, you could have oh i've created this uh, you know based upon what her mum did to an actual bird she has then concocted this kind of fake narrative in her head of oh no i'm gonna raise the bird that never was and now it's gonna become my best friend and then yeah then you have that fractured connection of okay i actually want to do these things in my subconscious but i don't have like the will to do them and it'd be but then yeah it's me switching off and becoming this persona this creature this monster like you say that could be really interesting because i think all of the parallels that you picked up on and why you thought for a long time it wasn't real is clearly intentional um Mm. like the reason why the the one the stuff with the mom and her new man like they are so clearly linked and especially with like when he has a child so it's like oh okay now it's like she's not the youngest member of the family anymore you know she's not going to be the girl that her mum dotes on 24 7 because now there's like a baby in the in the mix um and again like subconsciously she could become jealous of that and that's why the, the bird kind of wants to attack the baby so all that stuff like would work um it is just weird that it kind of didn't want to have any sort of interest Mm. it was just very much like oh no it's just a monster and it just starts doing some weird shit and yes she does clearly have this this link where it is like becoming her but yeah it would have been more interesting if it wasn't this actual physical two different entities um yeah well i think the bird was such a 
good choice though for what I was picking up on because mm. she's clearly like bule- uh, was it bulimia where she's basically you know she she's got an eating disorder yeah she's got the stress of gy- gymnast she's she's there there was a scene where she's eating like a meal and she's eating it like a bird and it's yeah. like you're eating it like someone with an eating disorder and then obviously she is vomiting and the bird is feeding off that and it was like oh okay I can kind of see that like her disease is you know again in my head I was like oh this disease is breaking her mind more and and it's eating her from the inside and it's becoming stronger and and it's taking control and as it takes control it takes more of her form versus the the bird form and all of this stuff and i was just like then then it's just all bollocks because it's clearly actually there when you get to the final three few scenes i think that's the bit like i wasn't i sound like i'm more in it than i was because Mm. i wasn't that in it but that's basically the only thing that kept me from not turning it off I, I like if I'd have known that those last 10 minutes were like, oh no, there's just two of them and you know, they're gonna have a fight. I, I honestly think I had to turn it off because it, it was boring the hell out of me, even though I was like thinking all that stuff. And and then when none of that came to fruition, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, why did I even bother? Yeah, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's just incredibly frustrating. Another thing I did want to mention while we wrap up is um, I, I just really didn't like the way this movie looked at all. And I think that goes in with how I how it made everything feel so fake. Like, I don't know what it was, but it's something to do with the, the lighting in the house and the way they're dressed and everything. It just doesn't none of it felt real or natural and that's normally not really a problem like we've it's weird how we've had a lot of conversations recently about authenticity and obviously it can go to like completely different spectrums when you're trying to create such difficult stuff to be real on film um and the extremes that you can push that whereas this is not the extreme at all this is just it's supposed to just be a family in 2022 that's like incredibly easy to make that feel real on you just gotta be yeah just gotta be you just gotta be four human beings yeah and like and the, but this didn't it felt weird there was like it was almost like an uncanny valiness to these characters mm. where where they were they felt like ais and they were like programmed yeah. to be the perfect family and again because of her setup which is this weird job that is so inconsequential with what the movie's actually about it does put you on this weird path where you're like oh this is what the movie's going to be about and it's like oh no that was it's just a more than thing but actually yeah stylistically that suits that what this movie could be about so much more because they've got this weird fake vapid look to all the characters whereas ultimately no this movie's about this girl and this bird and all this stuff and it's like oh no you could have picked a way more interesting style to go with that movie um rather than this that just made everything look so washed out and unrealistic it just didn't feel like a house it looked like a studio to me um it was just so well lit i was almost expecting like a live studio audience to be behind them at times it was just so bizarre the way this looked um i know it, it made you think think multiple things that it wasn't because yeah. of just the way it was kind of poorly designed at the end i think as well the the first couple of scenes with the egg itself looked really bad mm. there's a scene where she kind of touches the egg and it kind of like et lights up red that looked awful there mm. was a scene where she cried and her tears like hit the egg and kind of got absorbed in it and that looked awful as well i think that was actually, when they used cg it was really bad correct yeah and actually when the when the bird was hatched that that didn't look terrible like they, you know mm. what they were going for i think you know it 
they 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 did they got what they were going for that was probably the best thing in the movie right yeah and i'm like but by that point i was already out of it because the effects they'd given me were so bad Mm. and and it was like i didn't need to see tears be absorbed by the egg they could have just run down the egg that was effective enough yeah and then by the time you then get the bird completely switching its form and just copying the way mm. she looks and then like like when she screams later on and her jaw becomes disconnected that was just such mm. poor cg that like i just didn't yeah well, interesting. At, that, at that point i was just watching the battery go down so. <laughs> 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 that is the best review i think you've ever given on this show oh god that's so good um there's one last comment before we wrap this up <laughs> uh, like if a movie's bad that's how i'm gonna phrase it like yeah i was just watching the battery go down yeah, you gotta say right? save it you can't overuse it it's too good um, <laughs> no, it's only for special occasions <laughs> yeah um we did have a comment um from twitter uh, oh wow from, from, uh, yeah um uh, from Bugcatcher who says not a question but the trailer didn't look at all egg sighting to me wondering if it's worth a watch um yeah i just wanted to throw that in there because i love a good pun keep keep your, your comment. comment your comment was worth reading more than this movie was worth watching <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's a recommendation yeah like a good pun was worthwhile more than this film um Correct. so thank you for that comment um but yeah as far as recommendations Excellent go comment. yeah like he- hell no as far as recommendations this was a painful watch especially when you already have that barrier of entry of subtitles which will turn a lot of people off anyway mm-hmm. like it's not we haven't really talked about it because it doesn't bother us personally mm-hmm. but i know a lot of people when we recommend like amazing subtitled movies are like yeah but it's subtitled yeah Yeah. so it's like you already have that barrier but this is not even like it would pain me if someone who was on the fence about subtitles sat down and watched this because i'd be because then suddenly they're not going to give the next movie a chance um so yeah do not waste your if you have free subtitled films in your year please do not waste one of them on this movie at all and even if you don't care about that stuff like us there's still yeah i still wouldn't recommend it it's just not a good film at all not a good horror I mean, film I, i'm afraid I, I would say that this could be the best finish movie you'll see this year Mm, no, <laughs> well, <I'll find> something <laughs> else. no, don't watch this movie. Don't, definitely don't watch this movie. It's bad. Yeah. Like, it, like I said, I think I just got, I, I got caught up in things, and by the end of it, it was all pointless anyway. So yeah, just just don't even bother. Like I tried my absolute hardest, and it's and I still failed in like in this movie. So just don't. Yeah, please don't. How much did your battery go down? Um, it went down 12%. Alright, I don't know if that's good or bad. Which is a worry, which is a worry. I guess so. If you weren't doing I anything, that, that is a bit of a worry. You know, I didn't even have the sound on, because I've got headphones in, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I had the brightness up high, I mean, I'm going to play with that next time. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not next time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I did wonder, because I was, the battery was almost empty, whether it was draining faster. I mean, I don't know, bro. I, I, I thought a lot about my battery. I, I did think a lot about my battery. Yeah, hopefully the, for the last time this year, because um, yeah. it was it was funny for this movie. But let's let's not make it a, a normal occurrence. Um, I mean, yeah. make better movies, that, like people. Then then I won't discuss my battery problems anymore. Fair enough. I can't I can't defend this film. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was our discussion of hatching. Uh, we would take a short break, oh and we will be right back.
so yeah that is it for another week um obviously there's there's like so much tv on at the minute um i don't even know where to start um because i know we've seen no, a, couple it's of things. a little bit overwhelming yeah i don't know if you wanted to talk about a thing that we'd watched on shudder but i don't know how much you've seen of it i have seen two episodes of it two check me out as I have also seen too, so that's perfect. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah. So yeah, there there is a show on Shudder, um, uh, which I don't know if it's out yet or if it's out soon because we got this kind of early. I think it's out sometime in September, but pe- people people can figure it out. You you got Google. Um, is Hopefully we're not embargoed. We are, so we have to be careful in what we can say. Um, I would say don't talk specifically about the movies that are in this um yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and certainly not the order in um but yeah this show is the the 101 scariest horror moments of all time um on shudder and yeah it's your... number one is <laughs> it's your classic clip show obviously counting mm. down to number one with loads of obviously clips from the movies but then a whole bunch of different people talking about them that ranges from a real awesome mix that I really wasn't expecting. I think typically with these types of shows, you get one collection of people. So mm. you're going to get, oh, just the classic names, or you're just going to get recent people, or you're just going to get yeah, some... Or just journalists, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Whereas this has, like, a really good mix, where you can go mm. from the older people, but then you've got, like, Andy Muschietti on there, you've got Mike Flanagan on here, like, you've got modern people making right. shit. Yeah, Edgar Wright, of course. Like, so it's, it's such an awesome mix, and i think obviously back in the day i feel like especially on british tv there used to be so many of these like type countdown shows yeah, oh, they were the best yeah always yeah. around christmas and new year I used to watch so- I mean, i'm pretty sure they still exist I'm yeah just- like grown out of them i'm the same because i just don't watch normal tv anymore but like i remember yeah like you'd be like oh here's the top 20 british sitcoms and that would be how you would learn about a lot of these things when you were younger Mm. and so to watch this and clearly there was horror ones as well i actually remember watching horror ones um but the fact Mm. that you're doing a new one now especially after what we've seen over the last six years and obviously based upon these first two episodes i love this mix already where we've literally had movies from the 30s and we've had movies that came out last year um and that's awesome because i was wondering when the cutoff would be if they'd be like oh we're not even going to talk about anything in the last decade or something but like no literally stuff that came out last year is in this mm-hmm. um, which i think is just great and I, yeah i think this is the perfect thing to just throw on you're gonna know most of the stuff in there but i'm already seeing cool stuff and i'm like oh i might check that out it's some weird older thing or even like a couple of more newer stuff there was um i think it was like a japanese movie that looked really cool that came out about five or six years ago and i was like oh i want to mm. check that out um so yeah, yeah i think it's just another really good shutter show which they've they just continue putting them out uh, what, what, what have you made of these first two episodes yeah i think the same i think it's one of those things where i'm like it's mostly just cool people talking about movies that i like yeah and i'm like What's do that? i need this <laughs> yeah and i'm like do i need this and i'm like yeah yeah i need this yeah like i'm happy i'm happy to hear like yeah just just cool people talk about the movies i really like and especially when we like obviously so this movie is this this sorry this show is is counting down so obviously like these first couple of episodes are the the higher numbers mm. the, the, the 90s and the 80s and like as we start to get to the real meat on the bone it's going to be even more exciting i think um but there's already some bangers you know in there i mean it, it's it's mostly all all killer no filler yeah and 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 yeah it's it's fun and and um yeah i wouldn't say yeah, there, there's been the odd movie that's been shown that I've been like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. But it's certainly, I don't think it's one that's going to like broaden my horizons. Yeah. Um, like the 80s horror doc that was out there. But I think it will be more like, oh, okay. 
yeah, this was just fun. Like, you know, just hearing, yeah, people that I like that make cool movies that talk about other cool movies. Yeah. You know, hearing Edgar Wright talk about horror movies count me in. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, Heron Flanagan talk about his influences. Like, those are the moments that I've taken away from this and enjoyed the most so far. And then the rest of it is just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, yeah, the movies that I like, they're talking about. Those two um, specific yeah, They've not done anything that I disagree with. Yeah, yeah. Like, we haven't seen a lot of them talk candidly just about pure horror, like, mm. in front of a camera. So that, that, has, that, that has been fun to see. Yeah, and obviously not to be specific, but like the what Edgar Wright talked about was like an older British horror movie, which was awesome mm. to hear his perspective on it, and clearly was so inspired by it. And then, yeah, the the more modern movie that Mike Flanagan talked about, yeah. like he gives a perspective on that movie that literally only he can give in the world on that film, and so mm. that was great. I I just loved that entire conversation. It made me want to rewatch that movie again. Um, Same. Same. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It did me. I was like, oh, you've done it, Flanagan. Well done. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm looking for to see more of this i have no idea how long this is how many how many are we getting through about 15 an episode maybe yeah something like that i think i think we've we've yeah we've probably seen maybe i think maybe 25 but it might have been 30 yeah, yeah, maybe so, in an episode. I don't know. I am yeah. looking forward to it, and like I said, I don't know when it actually starts or whether it has started or not. But um, it's it's really cool. And like I say, it's yeah, not I'd some, like recommending it. Yeah, yeah, it's not some like oh groundbreaking thing that you've never seen before, and especially with like cursed films, for example, where I feel like that feel that fits a an area that i've not seen covered before that well um oh. especially compared to like what the budgets of netflix's documentaries and i just think curse film shits all over them in terms of like making an interesting behind the scenes look at older films whereas the, this is like yeah this is just a really solid countdown show and it's got most of the people that you'd really want to be in it so and, yeah. I, and i don't think we've seen something like this for a little while like you no. said the, these used to exist and everything but i don't think other than like people making it for their YouTube channels, like, um, you know, I don't think it's been done on this sort of scale where you've got, you know, the people that made them or, or big people talking about it, you know, and it's, it is fun. And like, um, like you say, it's not always just the same six faces either. It is like, Oh, they're going to talk about an obscure movie from the eighties. And guess what? One of those actors is just going to pop up just for this bit. Yeah, and it's like that's what I quite like about it as well that you get these little moments of that as well. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely solid, and and I'm I'm looking forward to future episodes coming out. I bet the the thing as well is there's so many people that are going to be in this that we haven't even seen yet because clearly they obviously didn't get everyone in to talk about every film. It was clearly yeah. like, here's a list, and so like when Edgar Wright's like, oh, I like this movie, and he's going to talk about it for ages, so you get a bunch of good content about that one film, and so mm. I think that's definitely the way to do it. And then obviously they get like the the lesser people, like the journalists and that, to be like, okay, no one's talked about this film, like you need to talk about. Yeah, this can film you talk about eighty movies? Whereas like you know, if, Edgar, if... they get a list and go, can you pick five from this 101? He's like, only five okay yeah yeah, yeah but like uh, yeah for, for example yeah if uh, robert england or a kane hodder are in this they're yeah. going to be talking about their characters of course you know yeah. so you know yeah like who knows you know tobin bell could pop up like you know what i mean <laughs> like it's it's those things where it's like okay yeah doug bradley's gonna talk about pinhead that makes sense like yeah and so i i hope those moments continue to happen as we count down further but it is cool. Um, because you get a bit of crossover as well, where you get to see like there's like for example, there's a mo- there's a director of a classic '80s horror movie in these first episodes mm. talking about other films, and I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, it, it is really, and I think you made a good point as well about how that is more of like a YouTube thing now. When, when you think about us growing up on the TV 
channels doing this mm. and then now as as we've gone to streaming like i don't think there's really anything like this on on a netflix or anything where it's like counting down a list i don't know i can't i can't remember seeing anything like that it's certainly no, it's, it's horror much more just like that movies that made us and those sort of things mm-hmm. just focus wait at, at, at way too l- length on a movie whereas this is just like oh yeah like i would actually you know you've just spoke about movie x i would quite like you to actually talk about that for 20 minutes as opposed to two but i get it you've got to move on yeah Yeah. it's really cool um but yeah i mean there is another show i just don't know if you want to mention it now because we're we're, we're probably wrapping up now to be honest and Mm. we've got plenty of time to talk about in the future because there's that little uh little show on amazon um a little show that they haven't i mean luckily i'd imagine the budget's pretty low right yeah i'm sure no one's even really heard well we might mention the title of it next week just so you guys can be like oh what's that we'll, we'll look it up because um, i've only seen one episode at this point so uh mm. we'll have more to talk about on that i'm sure I mean, i'm sure we I have mean, opinions all I, would, I have opinions yeah for sure yeah. All, all i would say is like it is fantastic to see our girl kind of morford clark absolutely yeah. killing it like even even if this show sucks which spoiler alert i i don't actually think it sucks um, but even if this show sucked, I'd be like, do you know what? Like, I'm so happy for her to be like in this big fucking mm. show. I'm like, you know, we, we saw her in St. Maud and, and we, we were like, you're, you were the, you know, y- y- the best kind of actress we saw that year. You know, you absolutely nailed it in that role and you blew us away with that role. And we, and we, we said in our review, we was like, she's destined for more and, mm. and, you know, bigger things. I'm kind of a little bit disappointed that she, you know, just didn't stay in the genre for a bit longer because now she's <laughs> doing the biggest show in the world. So, like, you know, it's like, oh, damn it. Like, I don't think you're going to go back to, like, indie British horror movies anytime soon. No, but, I don't um, think so. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I, I'm so happy to see her killing it is, is my is my first take on this show. And then, and then, yeah, we can go into the actual show itself at a later point. Yeah, like, I remember reading at the time that, like, oh, yeah, and she's tapped to be X character in the Lord of the Rings show, and I was like, oh, that's cool, but it's not until you actually see it, and now that it's out, you're like, oh, this is an unbelievable big deal. This is, like, the equivalent of being the lead in a Marvel movie. Like, this is an unbelievably big role. For her to go from a tiny British horror movie where 99.999% of people that are going to watch Rings of Power will have never seen her in anything, and now she's going to be in front of everyone's Bibles. like there yeah, that is a mind-blowing glow up and it's a hundred percent deserved as you rightly mm-hmm. said like, she's just so incredible um and so yeah like she is enough for me to want to keep watching this anyway but yeah we'll, we'll get into the actual show in the future for sure but yeah shout out to her straight away because she's so good and i'm sure we'll mention her again when we actually talk about the show oh, properly. yeah i just want to mention her weekly to be honest because yeah. you know after saint maud let's like say i feel like we you know, I was just rooting for something, you know, for her to be in more movies and more things. And then for her to be in the biggest TV show, like I was like, wow. Mm. Yeah. And then and then for her to be as major as she is in it as well but yeah that is it for this week and yeah we are just in the midst of it right now it's awesome like i don't even have to put any attention as to like oh what are we even doing next week because there's just yeah, so neither. much to choose from um that i'm not fast <laughs> oh we'll just pick one of them so yeah we'll, we're, we're gonna be in the cinema next week for sure because there's so much on at the cinema mm-hmm. um it'll probably be bodies 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 because that does actually come out this week um and i mean it's an a24 slasher so they, they served yeah, I us say, well, I, 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 I feel like of the ones that are out on the it's, it's like it's the point where we can be kind of 
choosy, not not even choosy, but just mm. kind of like, you know, we can pick what we want to watch as opposed to like, oh, there's a horror movie in the cinema. God, yeah. we haven't had one of those in months. I don't give a shit what it is. Like, we're going like to have to go If we went to back to May last year and that orphan yeah. first kill movie come out, it would be like, well, we have to see was, this because there's literally nothing else to watch. I was sat here thinking, <laughs> fuck you, orphan first kill. We're not watching you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause to me as well, I'm like, oh, you're making a prequel to a movie that came out, like, over a decade ago that i haven't seen like i just don't care um i'm sorry i just i'm not going to have an opinion on that there's plenty of people that can give their opinion i'm just not one of them yeah i can't give a good opinion on it and also i know i hate myself enough that i'd watch the fucking first movie just yeah yeah yeah, and and i'm like i don't want to watch it's hard enough watching one movie for the show (laughs) let alone alone we've got literally all of this tv like as we keep mentioning like we're going to start to talk about stuff now but it's it's out there like we i've already got so much i need to catch up on like at some point i might have to watch game of thrones i i can't imagine it's gonna be anytime yeah, soon because it's just so american much yeah american horror story like i there's just so much like chucky's gonna be just around the corner um as as i just mentioned then as well saying a24 slasher like that pearl movie was out like early september um god knows we're probably not getting that so that's fun um because i desperately want to see that that's like one of the big movies i want to see for the rest of the year now maybe is the number one movie based upon how much i loved x um so yeah so much to talk about um in the coming weeks and yeah but as we get into october there's going to be of course halloween there's going to be bloody terrifier there's going to be so much to talk about this year um yeah which is all good shit hopefully it'll keep us busy until until year end that's what i want to see um no quiet weeks ahead uh but yeah that was episode 314 uh thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon see you later everyone I never could, how could I start now?